Podcast after two weeks with a nice little laugh. Ah, uh, good morning, babe. Good morning, my darling. Good morning, everyone. All of the vast, copious billions of people, all the listeners out there. Oh my God! Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of On What Grounds Podcast. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> um. So here we are after taking a couple of weeks off. I had some. Schoolwork I had to catch up on, and uh, this term is kind of kicking my ass a little bit, but I'm, I'm living. I'm living. I'm surviving. It's okay. We've got stuff no. to do. And, yeah. Yeah. Got life to live and everything. We just we just wanted to you know take a couple of weeks off and give give people enough time to miss us a yeah. little bit. You know? Yeah. I'm sure everybody missed us so dearly. Yeah. So you know here we are again. Memorial Day weekend. We just went to an awesome party yesterday. It's yes, we did. Friends. We had a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. You know, yeah. Definitely going to, I'm definitely feeling the fact that now as time marches on, I hate to use the term getting older, but let's face it, that's what happens. But definitely, I can definitely see and feel where the booze that I could handle, say, 20 years ago, not necessarily as well now. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, yeah it, was still, it was still enjoyable nonetheless. And uh, here we are. And here we are. Just reflecting <laughs> on it and yep. a lot of coffee and nothing like a little bit of Chinese food for breakfast. That sounds um, good too. Yeah. So, so what do we want to talk about today, babe? So I mentioned it to you and it actually it relates to the party too. Mm-hmm. I thought that AI would be a good place to start a conversation today for two reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, well, to back it up, we had actually talked about possibly talking about AI like two weeks ago before we ended up running into like, oh shit, we can't do it this week. Okay. But um, to start with, a a friend of ours, a good friend of ours, we love him, shout out, um, shared a video. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I I feel weird about saying people's names, but... Mm -hmm. Does it rhyme with something? (laughs) (laughs) He he knows who he is. Yeah. But he he shared on his uh, Facebook timeline... It was a video, it was an AI video of uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump getting together, becoming best friends, and eating spaghetti together. Oh, yeah. And it's fucking weird. But, like, it's kind of crazy that, like, you hear the audio samples and it sounds like they are actually talking to each other. It's a, hey, Don, um, I just wanted to let you know, I I would love to have you come over and have some spaghetti with me. And Trump's like, oh, the spaghetti is so fantastic. We've got linguine. We've got... (laughs) We've got ravioli. It's just so fantastic. And Joe, I'm just so glad that we're friends now. And it's it's just kind of like like the audio wise is like holy shit. And the video like can't quite get it yet. But at the same time, it's like if that's what we can do now, imagine like what they're going to be able to do in like ten years or even five years. Yeah, that's a little unnerving. Yep. Actually, that reminds me. Did did you go on your Facebook yet this morning? Did you see what I tagged you in? The Jimmy Fallon one. Oh no. No, I tagged you in this Jimmy Fallon video of, um, you know, him him on his show and everything. And um, there was an AI or like a robot that had like the face of a woman, but like the head of like 
the back part of the head almost reminds me of like that ex machina oh shit character. yeah <laughs> and she's standing there and she's making these smiles and she's making these frowns and silly faces and stuff and she's making a conversation with him and at the end of the conversation at least at the end of the skit she says something along the lines of like you know this you know this this is me before before I take over the world or before world domination. Oh, yeah, I heard. And she just kind of gives him this like this snarky smile that's like unnerving. Is that? <laughs> I love it. Is is that an older video? I guess I don't I don't know because I don't even know if Jimmy Fallon still has a show on or not. Yeah, that's a good I don't question. <laughs> But, but, but like, either way, all you have to do is open up your Facebook and see what I tagged you in. Oh, yeah. So. but Because, yeah. I mean, like, I remember that, like, there was an AI robot that had made that joke and everybody got really upset over it. Yeah. And I think that AI robot uh, has, like, Israeli citizenship now. Like, this actually Actually me? has, like, citizenship in a country. Weird. Yeah. And then she did, like, a follow-up video in regards to the joke and she's like, and I can't remember the name of that actor, but you know that actor that is completely bald, has no eyebrows, no eyelashes? Yes, yep. and I know who you're talking about, but I don't yep. remember their name either. He was in the new Bill and Ted movie, and he was on Gotham. Like, he's a cool actor. It's not the same guy that was in Powder, was he? No, uh, no. <laughs> Do you remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Powder. Yeah. I was, it, what, what the hell ever happened to that movie? Yeah, I, I don't, don't see her. I mean, know, I heard. Make a note of it anywhere. I heard the director got himself into some trouble. <sighs> like so, something to do with kids. I don't know oh, if it was Jesus. videos or actually getting together or anything like that. But well, while we're talking yeah. about it, I gotta look it up quickly because that is a movie I haven't seen in a long ass time. Yeah. Let's find out. All right, all right, Jamie. Let's find out. Can we look that up, Jamie? Can we look it up? To Powder, the movie, the movie. 1995. Yep. Why do I feel like that movie came out only like 10, 15 years ago and not, oh, 28 years ago? Because I think time stopped for us around 2005. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But that, that happens, I think that happens to a majority. Of, I would think, that's my assumption, that that happens to a majority of people is that like you, you reach a certain point. That's one thing that I noted yesterday. Yesterday at the party, and don't get me wrong, I thought it was awesome and I thought that it was like age appropriate for our age bracket but somebody had put music just you know background music on and everything and it was all stuff that made that not made me feel but it was all stuff that seemed to come out anywhere around between say 93 and 98 at the very most no, you had a little bit of Bush in there, a little bit of Nirvana in there. It was all just like this, like, 90s alternative. And as I, you know, sat there hanging, chilling with friends and stuff, it was it was great background music because it's very familiar. It's familiar to our upbringing. It's familiar to, to, our, to our teenage years, all that good stuff. But it's also a little bit, in a way, kind of melancholy because it's like, oh, man, you know, this we're pushing, like, you know, at least like that bracket of music that I'm referring to is pretty much close to 30 years ago now at this point. Like, you know, you get to think about, say, say, for example, our parents. No, our parents were, say, our age now back in like the 80s and 90s. All right. Yeah. And so back in the 80s and 90s, if say we're talking about, say, the, say 1990, if there was something that came out exactly in 1990 that was an awesome song that 
our parents may have liked at that time, but then just say time kind of stops and they're not interested in music that's new and relevant from that time forward. So go. <laughs> Stop interrupting me and my train of thought, please. Thank you. Say take 1990 and tick back 30 years. 90, 80, 70, 60. So that would be like if we were, say, this age in 1990, talking about something in 1960. Yeah, yeah. That's even before the fucking Beatles became a thing. Yeah. No, that's... Isn't that strange? Yeah. Just, I, uh, I don't know. It, it's just like as time goes on, I just look at like years and decades in a different light. Now, I'm I, not trying to take away from our main subject. No, you know, no, no. We want to go back to talking I mean, about AI, but this is just what I was thinking of. I mean, it's. Before. I think it's all relevant because it all has to do with time and time changing and... You know, like, think about, think about, like, when, when, say, Led Zeppelin was hot, back in, like, let's go back to, like, the 1970s, Led Zeppelin's hot, all of these awesome 70s bands that, you know, we still really know and like and love now, Pink Floyd and, you know, uh, Almond Brothers, just, you know, think of whatever, 70s, go 30 years before that, 60, 50, 40, so the 1940s, let's, let's talk about, like, people that are, say, Say you take a 45-year-old, I'm 45, yes, I'm putting it out there, anybody that's listening, I'm 45, I don't, I don't give a shit, I'm 45, I'm owning it, 45 years old, and if it was, say, 1975, and for me, Led Zeppelin was like, oh my god, ew, this is terrible, this is, you know, not my music, this is not from my genre, go back 30 years, Glenn Miller would be my genre. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, I know it's weird, and I know it's 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 happening to us. It is, yeah. you know. Like, and again, putting it out there, I'm I'm 41. I'll be 42 in October, um, and I feel like I can run into that too, where it's like back in my day, yeah. and it's like oh shit, now I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody seems to have so much focus on like you millennials and everything, and that's one thing that actually, like, if you really, if you want to be picky about it you and I are two different generations. I'm from the generation X and you're from, you're a millennial. I've heard that there is like a in between, like that lasted three years. I would like to accept that. Yeah, there's an in between, (laughs) there's an in between on most generations and they like to just like kind of be picky choosy and everything. So like if you want to be picky and choosy, I would be considered a zillennial. Or you would be considered as a, or both of yeah. us would be considered millennials. I mean, but if you just want to break down basic, basic generations, I'm an X, you're an M. Yeah, I mean, like, think of it this way: mm-hmm. it's like, I know how, how to use Zoom, and I know how to use like streaming and Apple Music, but I also know how to use like the the turn ro- rotary phone. You know. You mean like the one in our kitchen? Well, it's for cosmetic only <laughs> in theory if we decided to get a landline here that phone would be usable because well, it is hooked up on a landline appliance thing. well oh, i would know how to thing. use it well that's good yeah considering i bought that phone and yes. at one time when i lived in putnam i did use it no shit yeah i think i got that phone that old fucking rotary phone at like a guard sale for say two bucks five bucks i don't know I cleaned it all up, and at the time, this was a little bit before you, 
Here I am living in Putnam, and there there was a time I had a landline, and there was a time that I had that up on the wall. But on the wall, if you remember, do you remember my old kitchen in that apartment, in the Putnam apartment? Yes. Yep. You remember where my bedroom? Of course, you remember where my bedroom oh, is. <laughs> Come on. No <laughs> more of that. No more of that. <laughs> anyways, if you walk, if you come up through the back, the through um, of the apartment, up the back stairs, remember that. And it, you would open, come in, and the kitchen would be right there. Off to your left would be the bathroom. And then, like, northwest would be my bedroom. In between the bathroom and the bedroom, that's where I had the microwave. Above the microwave, there was an outlet for a landline phone, and that's where I had it. Hey, remember Vonage? <laughs> Woo-hoo! I remember you yes. had that. Too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's when I had that that landline phone. And don't ask me what my phone number was, because I don't remember. Yeah. That, that in itself was a long time ago. Oh, shit, all of that was a long time ago. Because yep. even like Vonage, whatever happened to Vonage? I think it just went away. Yeah, it, well, not many people. I mean, like, who has, who has a landline? Like, what residences out there actually have a landline phone anymore? Unless they're an older generation. And then all they get are random spam phone calls. You know, who really calls a landline anymore unless it's a business or bullshit? Yeah. Technology is always changing. Mm -hmm. And speaking of technology. Coming back to because I want to bring this full circle because I had mentioned how the party did tie into it because one of our friends, she had asked us, like, oh, are you still doing it? What is your topic going to be tomorrow? And I mentioned how we were going to talk about AI. Mm -hmm. And she is a teacher, and she mentioned ChatPPT. I mean, I know about ChatPPT because I saw the South Park episode, and it's actually a really good good episode. Are you you familiar with it, or did you hear her her talking about this? Oh, if you could refresh my memory. Basically, you, it's, ChatPPT is like an AI, like, you give it information and you can basically say give me like this amount of words for this topic and it will like generate something for you like it could generate a speech um the south park episode is really interesting because the tone of it they actually use chat ppt to write the rest of the script like for the end of the episode Hmm. um and our friend who's a teacher she said that students have actually been using it to write reports so it's like, all right, you need to write a, a, a five-page report on Abraham Lincoln. Type it in, five-page report on Abraham Lincoln audience. I, I don't know if you could do it for an audience or not, but just like basically saying, hey, I need this. Mm-hmm. And then it would generate a paper for them. Um, South Park took it to the next level because they were even showing that teachers were using it to grade papers. <laughs> you know, But it's, it's kind of crazy to think about that, that we're handing that over to, to to AI basically so it's like hey you don't have to write this anymore because you could have somebody write it for you and people are even using it for like news articles I think like to write an article on a paper and stuff like that and it's kind of crazy again coming back to the the Donald Trump and the AI thing you know is that what it's basically painting a picture and, and this is the negative side of it we can talk about the positive side of it too we're basically painting a picture where art and entertainment expression, we're handing it over to AI rather than the manual tasks or, 
or not, not the or the, like the menial tasks instead of handing that over to an AI we're handing over our art and music and expression to AI so we can do the the day-to-day tasks um, but, but by the same token could you argue argue that these people that are playing around with AI and coming up with these things they're just basically like playing with a new toy and exploring a new concept that's all it really is yeah i mean and it's gonna with any technology you're gonna get the positive and the negative too it's almost and like they want to create art by creating art it's you know what i'm saying they, they created the art piece they created the art piece and they want to tell this art piece okay art piece create art for me and that's that's an interesting way to look at it another way there's something strangely like equitable about it too. And here's what I mean. Like, let's say, you know, a person has a really good idea for an art piece, but they're not able, like they're not good at painting, drawing, sketching, stuff like that. And instead of handing that idea over to like another artist, like using AI to generate that image. And then they would be able to give it more like specifications. Hey, can you use more red in this piece and then get it as close to what, what they want? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like there is sort of a sort of strange equity about it. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, I have a really good idea, but I don't have the means to express that idea. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes it's like maybe it's just an idea in passing. And instead of spending like months and months and months to, to make this idea and then just have it be in a Facebook feed for five minutes... It's like maybe something shouldn't require that amount of work just to have it be like a flash in somebody's feed. Like, here's an example. And again, I don't know how much work this takes to put into it, but like people will... Have you ever seen like those feeds where it's like a huge collection of photos based on one idea? And somebody did... I think so. Somebody did... It was a like cyberpunk Mad Max version of Wizard of Oz. Ooh. And it was, it was, fa- it was fantastic. Yeah. You know, it's like you see like deserts, and you see like who's supposed to be the wizard, but it's just like weird mecha- and and you I know, I would love to look at that. And like flying monkeys, where you know, with the Mad Max esque like clothing and like yeah. mohawks and stuff, and just and it was AI that came up with like so, somebody gave that idea to AI, like put it into the AI, and said like generate these folk this imagery for me mm-hmm. and it did it and it's like you're looking at it, it's like that looks incredible mm-hmm. i think somebody did that too with uh, lord of the rings it's like give me mad max lord of the rings and you've got you know gandalf with like a cyborg eye patch over his eye um the orcs they look like you know the guys in the real warriors what you know the assless chaps and the tire armor and stuff and it's like for something just for just like a mere me for like a quick like hey wouldn't this be cool and you get to show the images i mean it's like i think that that's really interesting and even just for like generating ideas like hey that actually looks really cool i'm going to take a variation of that and build that for this thing almost like mm-hmm. like if people want to use it for like a secondary like i need help generating ideas and then they'll like pull ideas out of what they get from that and modify it like i mean that maybe that'd be okay <laughs> i guess I could get really, really uh, um, dark on you for a second. Okay. All right, let's do that. Because uh, you know that that's what I do best is think about apocalyptic things. (laughs) Um, Take take all of like right now when it comes to AI 
and consider it a honeymoon phase, right? We're just, we're like in like the, say, in the past few decades, and it's only like enhanced from there, that, you know, we're just still in the early stages of learning robotics, learning AI, learning how to do all these things. It has its, they're trying to have a lot of benefits when it comes to, say, in medicine, you know, you could have a doctor on, say, you know, in, say, another state, basically, like, taking, a, like, robot hands and doing a surgery that's in this other state. Shit, maybe they do it even from another country. I don't know. Have you heard of that before? No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know how, you know, I don't know how to expound upon that and how much of a thing that is, but let's face it, in medicine, that's, that's the pursuit of trying to use AI. So you have that realm. Then you have the art realm. Then you have the other realm of intel, like putting intelligence into it. It's all the beginning stages. So let's face it. If the shit hits the fan and they become self-aware and they decide they want to take over the planet, we'll be gone by then. So we don't <laughs> have anything to worry about. Fair enough. <laughs> So next generation people listening to this in the year 2023, mark our words. If your generation decides to fuck up, it's on you. It's not on us. We'll be gone. <laughs> Anyways, moving yep. on. Um, no matter what, one way or the other, depending on how you feel on it, one thing is for certain, there is no putting the... The jack back in the box, if you will, or the, you know, yeah. that saying goes, it's like, or Where pop goes the no, weasel. <laughs> there's no, there's no putting the genie back in the lamp. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. So people. it's like, yeah. the, there's no like, hey, let's undo it or let's make it illegal. It's like, innovation breeds innovation. Mm -hmm. Like coming back to Chat PPT, if students are using Chat PPT to write papers, now there's a market for somebody to create an AI that can, that can, uh, detect when chat PPT is used. And then it's like, hey, you had that for the school, student hands in the paper, that that system like analyzes the paper and says like, oh, an AI wrote this paper. Or, oh no, this paper is good. Kind of like, um, I wanna say your school currently uses it. It's not the same thing, but mine did when I went for my master's. Um, uploading a, a paper, uh, I think yours, school has the same system where it will actually like detect from a database if you took somebody else's paper oh, yeah. and like copied it yep. like and like that. i think that that's great and yeah. if, it's this program i think called turn it in yeah yeah that's it yeah and and it, to think i mean if that's already been around for a while mm -hmm. i mean the the ai to detect if an ai wrote a paper is it's going to exist it's going to be a thing mm -hmm. if it's not now it, i'm sure it will be very soon mm -hmm. um it's kind of the cool thing about technology. It's like, hey, we've got a new problem, but now you've got a new solution. Way of solving the problem. And it helps create a new market for skills and jobs. Like, this was an interesting thing. When I, when I took that Future Schools course, and they talked about it, and they said that one of the best things that you could do for a workforce, um, when technology basically puts that workforce out of work, is to put together a program to train that workforce how to oversee the digital workforce, if you will. So like, let's say, like, let's say, you know, even like right now with the whole writer strike, mm -hmm. 
and you've got writers in Hollywood and imagine if Hollywood just suddenly decided it's like you know what we're just going to have all of our writers be AI and we're just going to use chat PPT to write all of our content because we're just trying to get content out out there like in that sort of situation the best thing that they could do is put together a program to teach those writers how to oversee the AI that is actually doing the writing and it's it's horrible to think about it that way that like hey somebody who's a writer and is being creative is now overseeing like an artificial creativity like it's that's kind of, kind of disturbing yeah but at the same time that, that is would be that would be yeah. taking turning turning i can't talk today turning humans into consultants sort of i i guess or yeah, like i don't like that yeah or like let's say like that. in an assembly line you have people working in an assembly line and then ai robots and stuff takes over that job mm -hmm. that tr that workforce should be trained to oversee that technology and they can do maintenance on it but and you do realize that once they're trained they could just turn around and train themselves right but the think about it they like say for example say for example when i was a teenager i worked at a mcdonald's i started at the bottom somebody trained me then eventually I took their job. I was the trainer. And then eventually there was a manager that came along and trained me to be a manager. In turn, I took their job and I became the manager. So if you take, if you take AI and you want you, the human, wants to train the AI how to do something, the AI is going to know how to do it. They can turn around and take your job and they can turn around and train their own AI. That might be a conversation for another day. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why is that, babe? Uh, and again, like coming back to like, oh, if you're overseeing AI, somebody might develop a program that oversees the AI, but then now who oversees the AI that oversees the AI, you know? We're going to fuck ourselves over. You do know that, right? <laughs> well, let's... And when I say we, I mean the collective, the royal we. <laughs> well, let's hope, let's hope that it doesn't happen until after we're gone. Yeah, so, as soon as I'm in the ground, this world can go to shit if it wants to. You know, yeah. it's like there's just there's just so much, so many different things out there that just kind of irk me, and this is one of them. When it comes to AI, you just don't know what could be. Anything new is always. I mean, I can definitely acknowledge that anything that does seem new is going to seem scary mm. at first, and it's rather than dwelling on like the negative, like it is good to try and find the positive and with the negative, try and give a little bit of oversight as far as what the impacts are going to be. I almost feel like there's a quote in a movie somewhere about this, but pertaining to something entirely different, something along the lines of, and you might, you, you might pick up on what I'm trying to say, something along the lines of just because you could make it doesn't mean that you should. Is that Jurassic Park? Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, oh, how appropriate. Just because, in the for the sake of the storyline, just because they could create or bring back the dinosaurs doesn't mean that they should. So yeah. just because we can create artificial intelligence to do stuff for us doesn't mean maybe that we should. 
It takes away humans' jobs. We already have a we already have problems with with employment out there in the in, just in the U.S. alone. We already ha- seem to have a huge problem with employment, keeping people employed as it is, and having enough money to go around. So, how is this going to benefit humanity? Here, here's one way to look at that. <clears throat> is it possible? Like, take a look at Star Trek. Like, money doesn't exist anymore in Star Trek. Food is just generated for you. People aren't doing things for the sake of making money. They're doing things for, like, the sake of their own pursuits, their own interests, and stuff like that. Like, if you join Starfleet, you're joining Starfleet because you have an interest in outer space and connecting you know, with other planets and stuff like that. But is all of this brought up in the next generation or in the original 60s Star Trek? Definitely in the next generation. I don't okay. know about the original, but... Yeah. Like, so, like, okay. So, we're... Like, let's say AI ends up taking all of our jobs. Um, and AI ends up managing our food. Or, like, let's say even, like... Did you hear about that whole, like... That they're able to, like, grow animal tissue that's not alive so so imagine if that ends up becoming a real thing and so now we've got ai managing our stuff for us managing our food for us our food supply if we have a workforce that doesn't require any money and again not getting into slavery or anything like that but like like an entire workforce built on robotics and ai that does not require um income you know they're not required to be paid is there a possible outcome in that that if basically there's a workforce doing all the work people are no longer required to work is there a need for money anymore like if because basically Ooh, that's a heavy subject that's it's like, a heavy question like think of it this way like we have an electric bill mm-hmm. we, we've got to pay that electric bill and the reason why we are paying that electric bill is because the people that are giving us electricity, there, there are actual people out there that are overseeing our electricity and making sure that we're getting it, and those people need to get paid. Yeah. But if there's a completely digital workforce that doesn't eat, doesn't sleep, and doesn't need income that is overseeing our electricity, you know, is that something that still needs to be paid for if there's no workforce to pay? But how are people, how are, say, the current, like, rich people of the world going to maintain their, their rich lifestyle? How are, how are people's current conditions or current financial conditions, if you will, how would, how would all of these people be able to maintain or make better um, their current lifestyles if things get taken over like that? That's a very good question, too. Because you know that the people out there that are already like millionaires and billionaires, they're not going to want to relinquish any of that. They're not going to. They're not going to want to lower their uh, their lifestyle. Well, of course, and honestly, you could argue that that's a reason why we've been so dependent on like fossil fuels for so long too. It's like. You know, think of all the technology that we have, but we still have cars that run on gas. And yeah. it's like, why? And it's like, why? Because there's so much money in gas, and there are so many people that are rich because of gas. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's definitely that aspect of it, too, is, is social pushback on that. So, I, I definitely agree with that. 
Um, and coming back to that too, maybe it's not going to be a complete like cut and dry, like, oh, there's no need for money anymore. But like maybe there so would at least be like... generations for it to like... Yeah make it transition but at least there will be like a sh maybe like a shift in that direction so it's like maybe you don't need to to work and make money for you know the basic essential things like a place to live you know and you know food electricity water and stuff like that but maybe you need the money for the big things like hey i want to go on a trip to greece so mm -hmm. i'm going to go in and put in some volunteer time you know, at this one place and help with that and get a little bit of income with that and then I could use that or or something else or or here's another one for you. And this is actually this came up in future schools too and it's actually in reference to a Black Mirror episode. I, I don't think we ever saw it, but like they referenced it in, in the training that I did. Um social credits. <laughs> Um, so instead of having to go and work for that vacation time and stuff like that, but like everybody has an app where they can rate their social interactions with you. So it's like you go out, you know, and you're greeting people. It's like, hi, how are you? And you actually have like a name tag that like people can scan with their phones and rate their interactions with you. It's like, oh, Christina, oh, she's so nice and so wonderful. I love her. She gets five stars. Oh, Christina, she's such a nice person. She's always so sweet, five stars. And yours, you could use those social credits to go on vacation or to get like fancy. Oh, I hate uh, it. <laughs> I hate it. Yep, could I you imagine that? I idea, oh my God. <laughs> that would be, life would be one big giant Yelp. <laughs> yep. But of course, I on the other side. <laughs> but of course, on the flip side of it, you meet somebody and they're a total dick, and you're like, "Guess what, buddy? That trip that you even wanted, you're not going anywhere." Yeah, but you yeah. know what? People can be dicks, and you know what we would see? We would see people just turning around and being an asshole just because they were because they want to, and they would see somebody that has all of these five stars, and they would be that one douchebag that would give them a one star just to lower their chances. Of, there, and there's that too. You no, know, because I mean, people people have have a streak. Oh yeah. No matter yeah. how nice you can take the nicest person. There can be, we're all imperfect humans, and yeah, people can have a streak about them that sometimes they want somebody else to be as miserable as they might yeah. be in that moment. And, and there is that too, the whole social aspect of it too, and social pushback. I mean, even mm -hmm. look at the world that we're living in right now. You know, I mean, yeah, there's so suck. much <laughs> people trying to do things, and then there's so much social pushback on it. Yeah. And it's like... What people are miserable. People like to shit on other people's good time. Yeah. No? Why do you think I'm just so much more happy to to be at home and be around our pups? Yeah. Sorry, humans. Sorry, uh, sorry, listeners. But I'm sure that to some degree or another, a lot of you can relate. No? Some days are worse than others. No? There are some days where it's like you just absolutely love the people that you're around and everything. Yes, absolutely love our friends. Our friends family, you know, the the ones that we know. I'm talking about generally like what you see when you go on social media, what you see when you go when you go online or what you hear in the news about strangers and the stupid ass fucking things that they say and do. People that I don't know, like why the fuck did you just like do that to your fellow man? What the fuck you th were you thinking? No. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm peopled out at this point. <laughs> God. 
moron people and more on the social aspect of it. People too. are morons or moron people? <laughs> but about that. Coming back to the party, because this was also brought up. Yeah. Um, same person, mm-hmm. um, te- teacher. Mm-hmm. She was talking about that that Instagram influencer that or model, because she was really pretty, and I guess she sold her li- likeness to, yeah. and like they they generated like an AI where like people could like digitally date her, like go out on a date and like have her tell them like, oh, you're so wonderful, I love you and stuff like that. That's just so weird. And. That's kind of crazy to think about, like, what that's going to mean for us, too. Like, as far as, like, social interactions, like, if if we are so dependent on, like, an AI saying only positive things to us, like, how are we going to deal with, like, criticism when that mm-hmm. comes up? And even more than that, if they're able to put that AI into a physical, human-shaped person what is that that gonna be too well when it comes to people taking criticism um if we're currently teaching uh the newest generation that everybody you know everybody is included and everybody wins and you know everybody basically gets an award for being themselves where is the competition and are they are they going to lack in the accepting criticism department because of all of that and you know that you could go and and again, disclaimer: We are not. I'm just simply no, 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 asking I, a question. No, 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 no just, I, I'm being I'm being a little diplomatic here. It's like, no, I understand where our generation is trying to do things differently than say how our how our parents and our grandparents did when it comes to discipline and treatment of their children. I understand that. And no, but where do you draw the line? And who's right? Who's wrong? It's all of that. And again, full disclaimer, we are not children's psychologists, and we know that it's not a black and white answer to that, but I do feel balance is important. Like, it is important to show your children that they are loved, but it's also important to challenge them, too. And I loved seeing all of the kids yesterday. Yeah, that was good. Aw, they just, so so cute. So it's like, coming back to what you said, that it's, it's healthy for a child to experience failure mm-hmm. like you played the game and you lost yes but on the flip side of that too i also think that it's important for children to learn that their love with me? Well, i guess so footsie, footsie. Uh, i do think that it is important to not teach children that their love their social acceptance their friends is not dependent on their success though yeah. either you know like you know, like, like, let's say somebody that only marries somebody because they're rich, and if suddenly if they have financial issues, that person leaves them. It's like that's not, that's not the world that I want to live in. You know, it's like if if you're if you're married and financial times are hard, it's like you stick it out and you work it together. Yeah. You know, or if you have a child and and they fail at something, it's like yes, you failed, but tomorrow's a new day, and I love you no matter what. You're my child, and I love you. I do think that that's important too, because. When it comes back to that, I mean, so you've got the flip side of it that, you know, hey, all the children are getting together. It's like, hey, let's just have a good time and you get an award no matter what. And there are people that complain about that, sure. But then you have the reverse side of it where, you know, you have parents that go to games and they're like yelling and screaming at the other team. And, you know, they get so invested in it that like fights break out and stuff like that. It's like, dude, it's a fucking kids game. It's like just chill the fuck out yeah, it's like it, you, so it's like what, what are you what are you teaching them by by acting that way that's like this this game 
and this one moment in time in their life while they're growing up and they're developing you know into a person you're teaching them that this is more important than anything else at this exact moment and it's like that's not what you should be teaching them you know it's like hey you need to be the best football player or you need to be the best baseball player and it's like how about you just teach them it's like that it's great that you're doing this and if you win that's great and if you don't then you don't and that's I think the life lesson that should be taught there is that you can't win everything. I'm listening. Oh. I'm just commenting on somebody's post because the post is a little like, what? Are you posting on Facebook while we're doing our podcast? I just went, I saw I had a notification, and then when I opened it up, somebody had posted something that I was like, oh, get the hell out of here. So I'm just going to show this to you. Just so that I, you know, because I don't want to see what, I don't want to say what the context is or anything like that. No kidding. But judging by their location, uh, that's pretty wild that they had that there. No so, shit. Yeah. And I just was asking, you know, if, uh, if everything on their property was all right. Yeah. So. And ironically mm-hmm. enough, that's the the same home of the same person that we're actually talking about right exactly. now that brought up this thing. And for the record, if you're if you're both listening to this, it was great to see you yesterday. We miss you. Please. It so was great to see all you guys yesterday. Yeah, and please Such bring your dog treat. to our property because we want your dog to meet our dogs too. And yeah. it would be fun. God, she's so sweet. Seriously, I just want to yeah. steal her. I just love yeah, her she, little face. Yeah, she's, she's, like, a, she's awesome. Oh, she's so cute. Yeah. Anyways. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy world, technology, mm-hmm. but in the end, you know what? Nothing lasts forever. Make the best of the time that you can. And like even seeing friends yesterday, it's like, you know what? Nobody's going to remember like how you felt about that new technology that came out. I was like, oh, I don't like that. But it's like you are going to remember those times that you spend with people. Well, that's more um, important anyways. Absolutely. And when it comes yeah. to technology... Technology changes all the time, but, yeah. you know, friendships and so, the people that you love. So, if, Those interactions are much yeah. more important. Yeah, so instead of going on Twitter and voicing how angry you are at the state of the world, it's like, you know, get out there and be with friends. And if you don't have friends, make friends. You know, and if people you don't and... want to make friends, get a dog. And if you don't want to get a dog, well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Get a fish. Yeah. Fish can be good. Get, get, yeah. a, get a snake. Get a, get a cat. Well, get, get something in your life. Something that adds substance to yeah. your life. Now. Yeah. 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 But that's on my end. That's all I got for AI. Do you have any more to add to, to that? Not, not particularly. It's like there's a part of me that finds AI to be like actually a little bit annoying. Intriguing, but annoying and a little bit disturbing because it's like that you know the whole fear of the unknown how far can we can we push something before it morphs or uh evolves into something else and people being people because we just can't fucking help ourselves how far are we going to play with AI before it presents itself as a huge problem yep. to humanity. And like I said before, if that day comes, hopefully I'm not here to witness it. 
one thing and I... then it'll be the fucking rise of the machines yep one thing <laughs> one thing i could definitely say i you know what i may have even said this on another episode too and if i'm repeating myself i apologize but you know maybe you haven't even heard this episode anyways mm-hmm. talking to the audience mm-hmm. um or like I, we're, we're just refreshing the memories. Yeah. I seriously think, like, 10, 20 years from now, cyborg is going to be a derogatory term. Mm. Like, I mean, even now, like, there's a video I saw of this this younger girl, and she, she, I think she was either an accident happened or she was born without any forearms. So basically, like, her arms, like, stopped just past her elbow. Okay. Like, and... And somebody has spent millions of dollars on this project, you know, for her. And here she is wearing these robotic arms that that fit over. And she's completely able to, like, move her fingers. Like, her, it senses, like, her commands from her brain to, like, move her fingers, like, turn her hands around, like, bend her arms up and down. And she's able to completely use them, like, day-to-day. And that's that's absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. But... I, of course, when technology comes out, eventually it gets better, but it also gets cheaper, which means that more and more people will be able to get stuff like that. And imagine socially what, like, the impact of that is like, oh, look at that fucking cyborg. And then it's like, it ends up becoming, like, a derogatory term for a person that, that uses that stuff. Mm-hmm. And just like anything else, you know, whenever something is socially comes up that's socially different, everybody starts talking about sports. And you know exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to that, too. Oh, God, what? That, no, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, we live in a world where, like, trans people in sports is a very huge subject right now. Oh, no. Imagine what that's going to mean, like, when, quote-unquote, cyborgs ends up being an issue, and then you've got people, you know... And I think it's already happened, too, like, with robotic legs competing in races. And I think it's actually already happened. Like, somebody who had, you know, who had prosthetic legs, you know, ran. And, like, that's an amazing thing for a person, you know, with with a disability to compete at that level. And, like, that is amazing. But also, what does that mean as far as... Because, again, that's what all comes down to with sports is how do you define fairness like is it fair to exclude somebody from a sport because of something or is it fair for somebody to have an advantage to to compete with with everybody else you know like it It depends on what that advantage is i would think i would i mean in my world in christina's world i would say if you have all of your fingers and toes and depending on what your appendage is, maybe that should be what um, uh, what 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 team you're playing for, so to speak. But I mean, c- coming back to that, it's like what what if your appendages are are, are surgically m- altered? No, I'm talking about mechanically made, babe. Like uh, mechanical arms, mechanical legs. Mm-hmm. You know, and though and those limbs don't get tired you know, is what I'm talking about. So if you have mechanical legs and your legs don't get tired and you're competing in a race, you know, what what does that mean for the sport? Or... Well, maybe all of, like, the rest of the people then would be free to be able to use steroids and other stuff in order to uh, increase their performances, a la Lance Armstrong. True. Oh! <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, if... If that person can can run all they want to, well, how about if we give all these other people a fighting chance and let them do all kinds of, uh, you know, 
uh, in drug enhancing stuff in order to give them a fighting chance. Bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might be an interesting turn for the conversation. The steroids. Yeah. <laughs> not um, like I know much about it. No, I've I mean, definitely not like I really give a shit either. You know, it's not my. Not my, not my bag. It's not my bag, baby. I've definitely watched some documentaries on it, and mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting conversation to have, just because it's like, like socially we are so like, oh, if you do that, you're cheating. But like, mm-hmm. it analyzes like other ways that people cheat in other fields. Mm-hmm. Like it, like in that same documentary, I think it was the name of the documentary was Better, Stronger, Faster. And the guy that directed it is the brother of Mark Bell, who's like, Mark Bell is like like one of those top tier like bodybuilder powerlifters, okay. and he he's been open about his steroid use. He's like, come on, yeah, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it in the documentary, they like he interviews people in an orchestra, and like all the top dogs in this orchestra, they they admit to taking uh, beta blockers. So it helps their like anxiety while they play, and since they're lowering their anxiety with drugs, it mm-hmm. makes them a better performer. And he brings up that issue of like, well, if it's not permitted in sports to use enhancing drugs to make sure a person performs better, why is it okay, like in other fields, like in music or this, like somebody is taking something that makes them do something better that they wouldn't do without it? And it's like that's an interesting way to look at that. Um, and yeah, but I had a thought going back to AI, um, and before I lose that thought, I wanted to throw this out there too. Um, we already have people fighting people, wars. You know, countries of you know we we already have we already have war. You know, humanity has known war for forever. And uh, what if uh, there ever came a time where AI became self-aware? And then they just started warring with themselves. Interesting. Not even with humanity. <laughs> you know, what if you have like, you know, robotics from one country and robotics from another country and they start warring against each other and they come up with their own warfare? Do you yeah, want to be a part of this world then? No. No, no. <laughs> so maybe it wouldn't even be humans directly that would level the earth. It would be what they created that they decided to level the fucking earth instead for us. We create something that ruins the earth. Ugh. Moment of silence. <laughs> Moment Let of that silence. sink in. <laughs> uh, so anyways, back to Happy Town. What else shall we talk about? Um, this coffee is really kicking my ass in a positive way this morning. Very good. Life. You know what? To bring to like bring a little bit of levity in this into this episode. Because mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about this the other week. It's like, oh, that'd make a good anecdote. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned Jurassic Park earlier. Yeah. And the whole quote, Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever told our Jeff Goldblum story <gasps> on the podcast, and I think we should bring that up <laughs> all right can i can i start with it oh yeah are you talking about that time that night the hotel yes okay yeah. so i don't even was it your birthday i can't remember what it was like we you got the hotel was it at foxwoods or mohegan oh, i want to say mohegan i want to say it was mohegan but i could be wrong i don't remember the which hotel it was hang on sorry i got a burp 
Excuse me. Anyways, whichever hotel it was, um, former co-worker of mine um, helped get me a room to, to stay there for the night. Maybe we had a show that we were going to or whatever it was. But either way, got a room there at the casino for the night. And just as like a, almost like a gag type of thing because, you know, let's face it. We fucking love Jeff Goldblum. He's amazing. He's just like, I don't know, just like everything that comes out of his mouth can either be funny or intelligent or a little bit of both. He's just, you know, he's just like a like cult figure. Anyways, so I bought all of these different Jeff Goldblum things, everything from a Jeff Goldblum face mask to a shower curtain to a blanket or at least like a like a coverlet over the bed um pillowcases uh just, you know whatever i could get my hands on with jeff goble's face all over it and so then my co-worker she takes all of the stuff that i got and when she went and got the hotel room for me, she decorated the whole entire room. She all she put Jeff Goldblum shit all over that room. I think we even like printed up little quotes that he had said and everything and printed them out. And she put those little quotes all over the room. She just like she went to town. So then we check in. We get into the room. And what was your reaction, babe? It was hilarious. So walk in. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum best friend. And keep in mind, this was like, if you've ever seen Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, like that image of Jeff Goldblum, you know, and he's like, the forest is behind him and he's like cuddling like a monkey or something like that. Mm -hmm. That was like the shower curtain. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it, it, and then there was the Jeff Goldblum mask, which <laughs> we still have. Um, not, not to get sidetracked here, but where is even that stuff? Is that all stored away? Somewhere. The mask, I believe, is when you open up, when you open up my study closet door, yeah. I have still, like, like masks, like, um, my, uh, from Doctor, Doctor Who. The, oh, yeah, um, like all of our Halloween stuff. Yeah, I yeah. believe he's hanging up in there yeah. with all of them. But what about, like, the pillowcases and the bedspread? I have it all folded up inside of one of my various nice. okay. uh, storage things. I Don't don't worry, I never threw okay. that shit all right. away. Because um, of, like... None of that shit's thrown it, away. It hasn't really, like, made an appearance since. It will. It will, it will come... You know what? When we get our future bathroom... That shower curtain, if we end up with like a little like, you know, single shower stall upstairs or something, it'll go up there and maybe even like in the study, I'll put like those bedspread pillowcases there. Don't, don't, spoil, it. <laughs> well, don't spoil the joke. Well, get to it. Get All to right. it. <laughs> so I saw everything. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, how about I take a photo of you, you know, on the bed, you know, for... Instagram or the gram as young, the youngsters are calling it and it's like let's take a photo of it and just have a funny photo to share and be like hey you know, what are you guys doing on a Friday night mm -hmm. and we took it and me being me and like hey we should tag Jeff Goldblum in this and we did and then it was like a couple of days later somebody had commented and saying hey they talked about this at this interview with Jeff Goldblum in Texas. Here's the link for the video. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. And we watched it. 
and here's this guy sitting on stage, you know, talking about Jeff Goldblum's fans. He's like, in fact, somebody shared this with me from Instagram. And I guess it's uh, the, this couple, and, you know, they're definitely on the eastern side, and it was in a hotel, and she has this uh, Jeff Goldblum bedspread with pillows and curtains, and she says something like, my dream came true. And everybody has a laugh. We, we didn't say my dream came true, but I think he was just trying to ham it up for the yeah, audience. And he's like, and just so you know, I gave them your phone number. And and Jeff Goldblum is up there, and he's just like, oh, oh, that's very nice. That's very. And then he looks at him and just goes, mmm, I wish I had that bedspread pillow. <laughs> and, and it's like, then he goes off on a story about how you he had his own pillow growing up and there was a girl he had a crush on named Stephanie. It's like, now I would cuddle that pillow every night and I would say, I love you, Stephanie. <laughs> so you could tell those people that I definitely have my fair share of experience with pillows I'll t or something like that. It was just, you know, people laughing about that. But we'll always remember the whole, mmm, I wish I had that bedspread pillow. It was, yeah, absolutely hilarious. Uh, like Our one interaction with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, it, so funny. close, so close, but yet so far. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I don't even know why we have such a thing for him, really. It just... I mean, like I said what I said before about how he's awesome, and, you know, he says this, and he's been in these awesome movies and everything, but what, it, is it the charisma? What is it about Jeff Goldblum it's... that gets this world so stirred? It's funny. Like, and I think even, like, social media and stuff like that, too. I feel mm. like social media definitely picks people. Mm. Or not even picks them, but, like, social media will test people to see how they react. Mm. Like, Jeff Goldblum is definitely one of them, and Jeff Goldblum has completely embraced it. Mm. You know, he's just like, hey, I'm I'm a meme. I mean, you know, and he, he's just totally embraced it. I mean, let's face it, for the past 25 years, a majority of us, your generation and mine... It, we always use the term must go faster. Yeah. Gee, like, I wonder why. But <laughs> here's the example on like the opposite side of it. Mm -hmm. um, Glenn Danzig. Okay. You know, hates technology, hates the whole social media thing, won't even allow you to take photos at a concert. And how did the internet respond? There's... Danzig memes like everywhere. I'm um, sure he's not exactly heartbroken when he sees his bank account, though. Of, of course, yeah. But I'm mean, just saying. It's like these that's the one part about celebrities that really burns my butter is that they get pissed off when it comes to paparazzi, but it's like, you know what? You fucking signed up for this when you asked for fame and fortune. Here's your fame. They're going to be in your face. You will not get a second of fucking privacy, but here is your fortune in payment for that. Yeah. So you can't have it all. It, yeah. No. It, but, com uh, but coming people. back to the whole social media aspect of it, I think it like how people respond to it ends up yeah. determining where it goes. So it's like here you've got Danzig who's, and again, I absolutely love Danzig, but you know he takes it very seriously. And so the internet has responded with like, photoshopping the microphone out of his hand and putting a hot dog there. Oh, and, that's amazing. You know, um, <laughs> and coming back to Jeff Goldblum, you know, people do the same thing, but they realize that he loves it and they love him for it. Mm -hmm. You know, look at Keanu Reeves, you know. Um, you know what we haven't watched in a while, speaking of uh, Jeff Goldblum? What's that? We haven't watched the the helicopter scene in a while, the, the, <laughs> rap, the rap song. Oh, the... Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's a... Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, in case anybody is curious, YouTube that. I, yeah. I don't even know how to look for it just, on YouTube. Just but, search for J Jeff Goldblum Remix. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Goldblum Remix, maybe like, you know, Jurassic Park or something, because it's it's the whole scene in the helicopter. Yeah. It's like, you, so you like digging, what is it? You like digging You like digging, digging dinosaurs? <laughs> Tracks. Yeah. You're going to get me all fired yeah, up no, over it's, here. It's ridiculous. <laughs> But even look at like uh, the uh, the ex singer of Immortal about you know mm. he he em embraced it too you know because again he's got his sense of humor you may say that it stems from his issues with alcohol and stuff but it's like he he's embraced it so now you've got you know Photoshop pictures of him on a surfboard or in a bath you know splish splash I was taking a bath, a bath. you know and oh, so I just love it when he talks about that himself he looks like he's half in the bag and he's like you know he says something with his thick Polish no uh, Norwegian. Norwegian sorry um, his thick Norwegian accent and he says something about taking a bath yeah no <laughs> yeah just... that's right he was hanging out with the the singer of high on fire and they were just mm -hmm. partying it up and yeah. had a He's one that I would love to just like rub elbows with and be like, ah, <laughs> you, you, yeah, I just get such a kick out of you. Yeah. I don't even know your music that well, but your your personality is kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, I do love it on that level that it's like he's embracing the the Gene Simmons, Ozzy Osbourne aspect of metal, and mm. it's like because let's face it, like Ozzy fans, they love Ozzy. Mm. And part of the reason why they love Ozzy is because of his personality. Like, I mean, he's definitely written some good songs, but people love the the jumping up and down on stage. You know, people throw a bucket of water on him. You know, him upstairs clapping his hands. Thank you very much. We love you all. <laughs> and people. <laughs> And people love that. Mm -hmm. And like, a bot, you know, I feel like he's embraced that too, where it's just like, you know what, it's metal and it's meant to be rock and roll and over the top and fun. And he brings that brings that in. And I think people have responded to that, where I'm, it's like... I'm kind yeah. of surprised that of like all of the bands that you and I have seen together over the years, that we never went to, that, that we've never seen, was it, a, you said Immortal? Immortal, yeah. Yeah, we, we never well, together saw them. I don't think that they have, and again, I, I could be wrong, but I don't think that they have, back when they had gotten back together, like that that trio, like I don't think that they came around this area hmm. in the States. And of course now Abbott is no longer in Immortal, and I don't even know if the new Immortal, I mean, I, and actually no, I don't even want to use the term the new Immortal because mm -hmm. everybody that's in Immortal has been in Immortal. Mm-hmm. Or how sh how should we say like a Demonazes that th I think that's how you pronounce his name Demonaz that's the other guy who's now singing um, his version of Immortal like I don't think they even play shows I mean I'd have to look into that oh and speaking of that can you wipe that dog hair off oh, the table sure. my eyeball keeps on looking <laughs> at it and I'm just like speaking Anyways. of Immortal though they just dropped the uh, Demonazes. Immortal just dropped a new album too. Like, no from what I've heard of it, it's definitely Immortal. And honestly, like in a lot of ways, I almost feel like his voice might actually even be better. Like, he's... yeah, but does he have the charisma of Abad? Well, so here's 
complicated. Th this is me, a recovering edgelord. You know, in my 20s, I feel like I fell into that crowd. I try not to be like that anymore because you can listen to whatever you want. And Ooh. when you're making music, you can do whatever you like. Immortal has very strong ties in black metal. You know, whether or not you think that they still are a black metal band or anything like that. I mean, they're very important to its upbringing. Ooh. And a lot of people will tell you that there's no room for humor in black metal. And in a lot of ways with that, I do agree. Okay, so enough. So, yeah, like, the it. new... With, with Demon as, like, helming Immortal, like, and without Abbot bringing his personality into the group, mm. you know, the smiling and the tongue sticking out and, you know, like, the moves that he'll do on stage, there is a ser seriousness that has come back into the group because, like, this new record and the one that they did before it with Demon as singing, they're good fucking records. That's good it's, and it's, everything, yeah. but... That, but if he, when he was with the band, is what made potentially that band stand out amongst others, isn't it potential now that without him, that they're just basically just another Norwegian black metal band? No. Just I, like the like, rest? Because again... It's like, what can make a band stand out? Like, I would say it was their partnership, like, between the two of them. Because again, even when Demon Az wasn't able to play guitar anymore... Sorry. Look at him. He's so Oh, cute. they're sleeping. Oh. So both the, of the, the kiddos are, are napping. The, both of the pups are napping right now in the dining room with us. And the way Sammy is just sacked out on his bed, he just looks like a precious little baby. Oh, I wish I could take a picture and just like, I could take a picture. I'm going to take a picture right now and maybe mm -hmm. even post it on the page afterwards. He's just so cute. Oh. He's just a cute little baby. No. He's just so soft and silky and sweet. And how is Winifred doing over there? Oh, she's, she's napping too. Napping like a baby. Okay, anyways, going back to Abbot and Immortal. Yeah. Sorry about that. I would <laughs> say it was more of a partnership because, like, what it was is, like, originally I think Abbot was playing bass and singing and Demonaz was playing guitar. And then, like, he had some sort of, like, tendonitis thing that had happened with his hands and he wasn't able to play guitar anymore. So then Abbot ended up taking on the guitar role, and, but Demon has continued to write lyrics for the band. So he was still technically an unofficial member, but then after Abbot, like they split again and Abbot went solo, Demon has came back into the band as a guitar player and assumed vocals too. And so it's like, He's always been like a prominent figure in the band as far as the writing aspect of it. And he was the original guitar player, I believe, for the band. And now that he's back in it, um, and it's it's great, you know, how it sounds. So so I, I guess how you might want to look at it is like, hey, now there's like two immortals, <laughs> if you will. Fair but yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah. Mm. New Immortal album. Go give it a listen. There's cool tunes on it, definitely. Them. But anywho, I'll keep, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So. You know what? I really didn't think of anything else. I, I knew it. I fucking knew it. You were gonna be. You were gonna be just thinking about AI and everything, and not any other topics. I knew it. We know what we are. We always. We, we you always. Got, you got fixated, didn't you? Well, I guess so. <laughs> I, I, I guess so. No, no, that's okay. 
And I mean, like, not every single episode has to be, like, you know, a million years long or anything. We no, do have a little over an hour on this one. Yeah. And uh, if, we're, if we're not necessarily thinking of anything else, we can kind of, like, call it a day if we wanted to on the podcast. We and, definitely could. And, like, know. even, you know... Like, we, we took two weeks off, too, and it's mm-hmm. like, we gotta do what we gotta do, and yeah. obviously we have things that we want to do today, too. Are we going to do what we wanted to do today? Yeah. I, in fact, mentioning it, because I know we've talked in, in a previous episode as far as the stairs leading down to the river where we live, mm-hmm. and it's definitely coming along, and mm-hmm. I obviously I've had my things to do, but you have been helming those steps, and they are looking really really good and I will help you with those today Thank too. You. Yes, you're very welcome. Now we just need to see about filling in the steps and adding more steps. Yes. It's it is coming together and yep. I'm just like I'm really really I'm itching to get back to it and I'm itching to get it done because I really want to set up. I would love to like have it cleared down at the bottom and set up the the fire pit and the chairs down there at least. In fact, that, that would be cool. Did you notice uh that some grasses growing in in that spot that I filled in, where, where the tree stump used to be. I see it. Yep, I can see it from here. I can see the green that's poking through. Yay! We're trying so hard on making our little postage stamp of a property look nice and green around here, and it's was, it's coming together slowly. Was, yeah, I was standing outside him, you know, with the kiddos, you know, looking for poops in my underwear, and I see this bottom. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> There's grass. Yay. See, see, that's a sign that we're getting older is the fact that I'm getting excited for grass mm-hmm. and yard work and all that. I don't think it's necessarily about getting older. I think it's just like getting excited about aspects of home ownership. We could yeah, be we could be 25 and be excited about grass growing. Yeah, true, true, true. You know, it just depends on how much value you place on the property that you own. Yeah, true. Doesn't have to be the age. Definitely. No. There's a bird out there that's on the fence that's just—it's <laughs> chirping a little bit. And I don't, I'm trying to figure out—it's not an oriole. Oh, looks familiar though. It has like an orange chest to it, and there's something about that coloring that looks familiar. But the way that it's just perched on the fence <laughs> is cute. But anyways, yeah. nature. Ah. Yeah. But <laughs> there you go. I mean. Yeah. I, guess, I guess, unless you could think of anything else that you wanted to share today. I think, honestly, I think that the hour that we put in on this podcast today was a nice, healthy hour of good conversation, good flow, and stuff that was, uh, you know, good uh, good mental exercise stuff. You know, I was talking about AI and all of that. And, again, no, we're going to have some days don't move. I just want to see what this is. Oh, it's just a crumb on your shirt. Just making sure. <laughs> I'm very, like, I ever since, like, I found a tick on myself the other night, now I'm just, like, very, like, I'm seeing, like, little spots here and there, and it's like, is it a tick? <laughs> it's not a tick. It's just now a crumb. Now everything is a tick. And even, like, there's that piece of dust that's right there that's just floating around. It's just dust. It's not a tick. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways... Yeah, I think that we put in a good quality hour, and uh, our listeners have had enough of our bullshit for one week. 
until next week. (laughs) And we'll figure out what we're going to talk about then. Something interesting. So I say let's end it and let's uh, continue on with our day so that, uh, you know, get some stuff accomplished. And I really feel like gaming in a bit. Not yet, but soon. Yeah, that sounds good, too. I could definitely go Viking and do all that stuff, too. Well, my dragons are calling me. <laughs> nice. Yay. All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gents. Have a great holiday weekend. Yeah. I'm waving my hand right now, but you can't see that. <laughs> he just waved at the computer. <laughs> uh, oh, Peter, uh, go have some more coffee. Yeah, I should have more coffee. All right. There you go, everybody. Um have a good Memorial Day weekend and uh, barbecue up and uh, observe uh, the holiday weekend and how you so choose. And um, hope everybody is well rested and well fed and wish you the best. There we go. All, 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 all right. Bye bye. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye.